Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at Factset, and welcome to this week's edition of the Factset Earnings Insight Podcast. The Factset Earnings Insight Podcast is based on content published in the Factset Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on the corporate earnings for S&P 500 companies and is available each week on the Factset website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with an update of the key metrics for the third quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, and then discuss our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions for the fourth quarter. Are analysts raising or lowering earnings estimates for S&P 500 companies for the fourth quarter? But first, let's provide an update for the third quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. At this point in time, the percentage of S&P 500 companies beating EPS estimates for the third quarter and the magnitude of the earnings beats are at or near record levels. As a result, the index is reporting higher earnings for the third quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the third quarter. Despite the increase in earnings, the index is still reporting the third largest year-over-year decline in earnings since the third quarter of 2009, mainly due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries within the index. However, the S&P 500 is projected to report year-over-year earnings growth starting in the first quarter of 2021. Overall, 89% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the third quarter to date. Of these companies, 86% have reported actual earnings above estimates, which is well above the five-year average of 73%. If 86% is the final percentage for the quarter, it will mark the highest percentage of S&P 500 companies reporting a positive earnings surprise since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. In aggregate, These companies are reporting earnings that are 19.5% above the estimates, which is also well above the five-year average of 5.6%. If 19.5% is the final percentage for the quarter, it will mark the second largest earnings surprise percentage reported by the index since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008, trailing only the 23.1% earnings surprise percentage recorded in the previous quarter. Due to the number and magnitude of these positive earnings surprises, The blended earnings decline for the third quarter is smaller now relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the third quarter. When we use the term blended, we're referencing the fact that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for companies that have yet to report. As of today, the S&P 500 is reporting a year-over-year decline in earnings of 7.5% compared to a year-over-year decline in earnings of 9.9% last week and a year-over-year decline in earnings of 21.2% at the end of the third quarter. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in multiple sectors, led by the healthcare and consumer discretionary sectors, were responsible for the decrease in the overall earnings decline during the past week. If 7.5% is the actual decline for the quarter, it will mark the third largest year-over-year decline in earnings reported by the index since the third quarter of 2009, trailing only the previous two quarters. It will also mark the sixth time in the past seven quarters in which the index has reported a year-over-year decline in earnings. Five sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, led by the healthcare sector. Six sectors are reporting year-over-year decline in earnings, led by the energy, industrials, and consumer discretionary sectors. Looking at future quarters, analysts predict a year-over-year decline in earnings of 10.9% for the fourth quarter. However, They also project a return to earnings growth of 14.5% in the first quarter of 2021. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 
which is above the five-year average and above the 10-year average. And during the upcoming week, 15 S&P 500 companies, including three Dow 30 components, are scheduled to report results for the third quarter. So to summarize the key takeaways of the third quarter earnings season, earnings reported by S&P 500 companies, led by companies in the consumer discretionary, communication services, healthcare, and financial sectors, have outperformed estimates at or near record levels. Despite the much better than expected earnings, the index is still reporting the third largest year-over-year decline in earnings in the past 10 years due to the impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries in the index. Earnings growth is expected to return in 2021. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions for the fourth quarter. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. For those of you that are not familiar with the bottom-up EPS estimate, it is an aggregation of the earnings per share estimates for all S&P 500 companies into a single earnings per share estimate for the entire index. During the month of October, the bottom-up EPS estimate for the fourth quarter for the S&P 500 increased by 1.8%. How significant is a 1.8% increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter? How does this increase compare to recent quarters? Well, during the past five years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 2.6%. During the past 10 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 2.2%. And during the past 15 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 2.4%. Thus, while analysts typically lower earnings per share estimates during the first month of a quarter, they actually increased earnings per share estimates during the first month of the fourth quarter of 2020. In fact, this marked just the third time since 2011 that the bottom-up EPS estimate has increased over the first month of a quarter. Since 2011, the only two other quarters in which the bottom-up EPS estimate increased during the first month of the quarter are the first quarter of 2018 and the second quarter of 2020. However, it should be noted that analysts made substantial cuts to earnings estimates for the fourth quarter during the second quarter, which was March 31st through June 30th. During this period, the Q4 bottom-up EPS estimate declined by 16.4%. At the sector level, only three sectors recorded an increase in their Q4 bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of the quarter. These three sectors were the financials, communication services, and material sectors. Seven sectors recorded a decline in their bottom-up EPS estimate for the fourth quarter during the first month of the quarter, led by the energy sector. However, the other six sectors witnessed declines of 4% or less during this time. As the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index increased during the first month of the quarter, the value of the S&P 500 decreased during this same period. From September 30th through October 31st, the value of the index decreased by 2.8%. This marked the first time since the first quarter of 2010 in which the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index increased during the first month of the quarter, while the value of the index decreased during this same period. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Music